0: Everyone, welcome to Post Credit Club. I'm your host Noor, and today we've got two brand new guests on our podcast for the very first time. My best friends Leal and Would you like to say hi everybody? Hey! Hello. Thank you both so much for joining our podcast today. I'm so excited to hear your opinions, your thoughts about the latest Oscars that just happened March 12th. Hasn't been too long since it happened. Are we excited to get into it?
1: Yeah, I've been like preparing notes. So I got a whole notebook to go through for for this episode.
0: You're just like my brother. My brother does the same thing. So I'm down. I'm ready.
2: I uh, I don't have any notes. So I'm going to be that one slacker in the group that kind of just latches on, you know.
0: Oh, trust me. That's me. So okay. you're just like me, Rhea.
2: <laughs> Alrighty,
0: Good. So we're covering both personalities today. This is awesome.
2: (laughs) Perfect. This is like, it feels like a group project, honestly. Oh, thanks, guys. But like,
0: are you talking about the kind that you hate or like the kind that you love to do?
2: (laughs) The kind that is like unavoidable. You know what I mean?
0: Ah, so you have to put in some sort of contribution of
2: yours. Yeah, but like, I'm excited for this. This is something I actually look forward to on like those group projects all right (laughs)
1: basically what i'm hearing is is that everybody gets the credit but i do the work that's what i'm hearing here
2: yeah yeah yes that's exactly what's happening (laughs) (laughs) oh (laughs) great
0: we're off to a great start by the way i'm glad that we're establishing dynamics already
2: yep Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) at least at least i'm honest
0: we appreciate that here. We appreciate honesty. There is no faking about on this podcast here. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. I think that's, that's the awesome. point of this podcast, right? We're just gonna go off filter, basically.
0: Yes. Um. By the way, um, just to let you know, you guys can totally swear because I always end up marking these as like explicit. So if you feel like you don't want to filter yourself or censor yourself, I mean, go for it because I never do that. Like I always let my brother swear too. So
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. I hear you guys go off. So. <laughs> 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 what are so, you to say, huh? <laughs> by the way, should we have like introduced ourselves like using our voices? Because we just said hello, but we didn't say like oh
0: yeah. I sure. am this
1: person. I don't know if that's I don't know. If
0: we, we can do, do that. that. Yeah. yeah, that's fine. So um Leal, would you like to introduce your voice formally? Hello. This is exactly how she's gonna be talking throughout the entire episode, by the way, guys.
2: I know. That is- <laughs> it's very sultry, I have to say. <laughs> Oh god! <laughs> I'm just saying.
1: I think I took one from your from your uh, page from your book, Ria. That's why. Yeah.
0: <laughs>
2: You're welcome.
0: And then I guess Ria, would you like to formally introduce your voice too?
2: Yes. Hey, it's Ria. Good <laughs> point. I love that's that. Such-
1: yes. That's such a voicemail. That's such a voicemail voice. <laughs> Hey, oh, it's Ria. She can't come <laughs> to the to the to the call right now. So please leave the message.
0: Spot on. <laughs> yes. <sighs> All right. Um, um, did you guys want to introduce yourselves anymore, or should we like? I don't mean sarcastic. Was there anything else you want to say, like a quick little blurb or something, or do you want to just get going?
1: I think that maybe we should get go get going with it. Cause do we wanna really talk about our backgrounds or anything like that? Like I don't think we really. Do we wanna? Talk I don't about think
0: that? we need that to be honest. And you know, if it's relevant, then it'll show up in the conversation naturally, right?
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. sounds good. Yeah,
0: mm-hmm.
2: all right. be mysterious.
0: Ooh, okay. <laughs> She's adopting a certain persona. I like it. We need a little bit of drama and intrigue here.
1: I love yes. it. Okay.
0: I just don't want to walk away with like a broken friendship or something. <laughs> All right guys, so what we're gonna be doing for this episode is we're gonna go through, instead of all 23 categories that are normally presented for the Oscars, um, a lot of them are technical categories and I don't think we would have enough of an opinion for those categories. So we're gonna skip those and jump right to what are called the above the line categories. So this includes, let me pull up my list. It's like about seven categories of like the biggest awards of the night. So this includes um, s- a- Adapted Screenplay, Original Screenplay, um, Best Supporting Actress, Best Supporting Actor, Best Director, Best Actress, Best Actor, and Best Picture. So uh, one is we'll kind of go through each category. What I'll do is I'll announce the category. I'll let you know who the nominations are and who the winner of that category is. And then we can just sort of have a a discussion about whether or not let's say you think the whoever won that category deserved it or if there was anybody else that was nominated or maybe who was someone who wasn't even nominated that you feel like should have won that award so if we start off with adapted screenplay um by the way this this format works right for both of you
2: Yeah. yeah yeah
0: awesome all right so going into adapted screenplay we had five nominees um the first was women talking oh no the first wasn't women Talking." sorry so women talking all quiet on the western front glass Mm -hmm. onion and knives out mystery living and top gun maverick were the five nominees for adapted screenplay the one that won was women talking
2: Mm
1: -hmm.
2: how do we feel about that ria do you want to go first sure so i didn't watch this one (laughs) (laughs) okay (laughs) okay off off the bat i love it like i said group project vibes
1: anyways (laughs) okay um i guess i'll go with because i know i know women walking walking (laughs) (laughs) sorry i'm thinking about alliteration right um
0: the english major and you jumped out huh
1: yeah basically that's definitely and that's what i was teaching so (laughs) 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 okay um sorry women talking so that's the movie that won for this category and what were the other ones again so women talking top gun living and
0: glass onion and all quiet on the western front
1: Okay, I definitely have to agree that Women Talking was probably the best adapted one, just because, like, to be honest, Top Gun, Maverick, its script was not giving anything. I would would
0: agree. I don't feel like it's strong. Like, the script is not strong enough to be contending for, like, adapted screenplay. In a sense, it's good that it didn't win.
1: Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, no, because like to be honest, like definitely Top Gun was great with its like technical stuff, the stunts, Mm -hmm. like the some of the cinematography was amazing, but screenplay is I don't even understand actually why it got nominated to be honest. Yeah, me too. (laughs) I'm
2: kind of like okay,
1: but what's what was amazing about the dialogue that was
2: going on in the movie? Yeah, it was it was very cliche at times. It
1: was yes. It was. And that's actually, this is kind of actually my gripe, to be honest, with Top Gun. Sorry, now we're pivoting to Top Gun, but, like, (laughs) but, like, my gripe with Top Gun is that everybody, like, when it first came out, I would just kept on hearing everybody kind of raving about Top Gun, how it's so good, how, like, it did it, did it, did the, did it really well, that I paid homage to the first one, all that sort of stuff. And then when I sat down to actually watch it, because I didn't watch it when it first came out. I watched it kind Mm -hmm. of leading up to kind of talking for this, talking for this episode. I felt like it was very, best way to put it is, is that it is the sort of a, the sort of the action movie, but done really well. Mm -hmm. But is it exceptional? No. So (laughs) that's. Yeah. That's kind of how I would categorize Top Gun for me personally. I don't know. Like it's not like it, I was like blown away by it or anything like that. Like I thought it was like, yeah, it's like pretty good, like and really well done like thriller and action movie. Anything really more than that? Not really. But I guess that's kind of why it worked in its favor cuz it did its own genre really well. So,
0: yeah. Yeah, yeah. I would that's a hard agree for me too because I don't think people sort of mentioned that when they were hyping up the movie this much. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So so sort of went in thinking, oh, my God, it's supposed to be like the most amazing movie ever kind of thing. And it was a fun experience because I did get a chance to watch it in theaters. And I definitely remember being like, wow, this is the movie of the summer because it has that like entertaining quality to it that you want in a summer flick. But mm-hmm. yeah, in terms of something like screenplay and stuff, I don't think it's the strongest.
2: Yeah. Yeah, it had a very clear beginning, middle and end. Like you knew exactly what you were watching. You knew that it was going to be a good resolution. Like it was very predictable in that sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, which I mean, honestly, it worked for 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 the movie, which like
2: yeah. again,
1: if you're looking necessi- like I'm not necessarily the person that likes to watch this sort of movie because I'm like, okay, I can see everything that's gonna happen and I sort of just Mm -hmm. need a little bit of something, uh, some meat to to, like bite into. So Mm -hmm. not my cup of tea necessarily, but yeah.
0: So then what do we think about Women Talking winning Adapted Screenplay?
1: I definitely, that's, that's so kind of, that's why I started talking about Top Gun, which is like, like, Top Gun is a definite no, um, like, Glass Onion, to be honest, I don't think it's also, like, great with its, like, very much, like, very similar to Top Gun, right? Like, Mm -hmm. like, like, it could, there honestly could have been, I feel like, a lot with, uh, Glass Onion, because there's the double entendre, like, with different dialogue and things like that, because it is a mystery and whatnot, um, but again, not I think Oscar worthy. Like for it to win the category, um, I have to be honest. I haven't seen Living, really. That's on my list. Oh, neither
0: have I. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And what was the last movie right before when- Um,
0: All Quiet on the Western Front.
1: With All Quiet on the Western Front, again, I feel like there wasn't much dialogue.
0: Really? Yeah, like, there wasn't. Right? right in the movie, because the movie itself was a lot more like. Once again, like an action flick and whatever dialogue there was. I mean, it was in German. So whatever I saw was just English translation. So I have no idea if it was.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Like it might be lost in translation. Right. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, so I like, I definitely 100% agree with that. Like woman talking, it won that it should have won the award. And thankfully. You feel like it
0: wins sorry i asked like do you feel like it wins just based off like process of elimination like the way we've going about so far like with this conversation or it actually deserves to win
1: i feel like it does because sorry are my notifications like can you hear my notifications or no no okay sorry i i got distracted because some notifications were going off and i thought it might be interrupting the audio um it's okay but uh what were you saying um. Yeah, no, so I was asking,
0: like, women talking, so then why do you feel like it deserves this adapted screenplay? I have my reasons, but I'm pretty sure your reasons are going to be similar.
1: Uh, well, kind of just like like you mentioned earlier, like, sort of going through that process of elimination, right, of, like, being like, okay, it's, like, out of the cat, like, in the category, what really actually honored sort of... Um, the title of being a like an adapted screenplay and being actually just a great screenplay and i'll have to say like it's definitely was great because uh like women talking is literally just the women talking right and they have sort of like a really good back and forth within their dialogue that's in the movie and like i i also just love the different perspectives that they take different angles and different ideas that they do take about sort of a very feminist sort of perspective as to what was kind of going on within the movie we can't do spoilers right (laughs) yeah please talk about the movies yeah okay but like like because they do really delve deeply into the issues that was kind of plaguing the the little town that was happening right with the sexual assaults and everything that were going on Mm -hmm. so I would say like it's really just well thought out the pacing also of kind of how the dialogue was delivered as well and yeah just like the very just the dialogue itself was just really well written and i don't i don't know whether because i would love to have read the book before this just to see actually whether it was truly adapted like word for word from the book or not yeah that's what i would have loved to see because i feel like that would be a better like i could gauge kind of the adaptation part of this a lot more
0: that's true yeah that makes a lot of sense yeah but but yeah i definitely have to sorry keep going no no sorry <laughs> go
1: ahead Nur. no no go ahead i was, gonna
0: I was just gonna i was just gonna agree with you but wait do you want to add on your other reasons
1: uh no i think i'm okay for now <laughs>
0: yeah yeah. (laughs) (laughs) it's okay i get it yeah this movie i was so surprised by i don't know if it was just me and i don't know whether the actual source was structured like this in any way but i got a lot of like play vibes from it like i was watching a play
1: oh yeah i definitely got that too so yeah
0: Right. So I feel like maybe that's why the screenplay also works so well because the dialogue is so like there's a lot of back and forth and you need that something like in a play, for example, just so you have like that entertaining factor. Sure, you can have people doing monologues and soliloquies or whatever, but I do also like that interplay
1: Mm -hmm.
0: between characters and the screenplay really sort of um, like I'm giving credit to the screenplay for allowing that. To really come on screen so beautifully
1: hundred percent like i like that' ex- like you put that in to put that into great words, it definitely was like a play because you were just situated in just that like sort of that one like the one barn, really, and then you had only the few mm-hmm. scenes where they were out of that barn, so really what was like if you would uh, like you could argue this was the action of the whole of the whole movie was them just talking right? That was, yeah, that was essentially what was happening throughout it. So it's like very similar Uh, to the whale, actually, now that I think about it.
0: Yeah, that's true. That's right.
1: They have that play sort of quality because they do take place in just this one sort of room. But you see essentially Mm -hmm. this room or this barn in this case, like from different sort of angles and different perspectives and each sort of person takes a corner kind of in a way and they talk to each other from those corners.
0: Right. Yeah and they're like metaphorical corners too right like Mm -hmm. because they have their own stance about the issue as well
1: exactly yeah exactly
0: now how do you feel about the fact that something like the whale is also like an adapted screenplay right but it hasn't been nominated here do you feel like it should have? i
1: honestly feel like it should have been because it again like it does have that play like quality to it and the dialogue is also very like Very loaded, and it has, like, such great, like, metaphors to the title, to Moby Dick, to, like, to Charlie, like, the main character in, in, like, the movie as well. And they really just, they are, it's a very character-driven movie, very similar to Women Talking. So, I feel like it should have been nominated for this category.
0: Okay, that is interesting to hear, because I, I, I think I... I enjoyed the movie for what it was, but at the same time, um, especially when I was trying to get into the movie at first, I found it very hard to watch. I was like, this is too much. I feel like the melodrama, the misery was just up to like an 11 which didn't work for me. And then like all the body horror type of um, aspects that they were going for when it came to like shooting him, Mm -hmm. um, shooting um, Brendan Fraser and everything. Like there's a lot that didn't work for me at first, but then I started getting used to the movie. So I don't like hate Mm -hmm. it, but I can't say that I love it. And when it comes to like the dialogue specifically, I thought a lot of the dialogue was kind of like, clunky like literally at the end spoilers like he's he just keeps crying and saying like people are amazing and it's like sure but we could have maybe said that better like <laughs> i i know what it was going for but i i feel like personally like that dialogue wasn't
1: the best my opinion though <laughs> okay i mean we'll delve i feel like i'll i think i'll want to delve a little bit more into what i think about the whale maybe when we get to like best a- best actor and whatnot maybe we'll get yeah. into that yeah, yeah. okay
0: <laughs> Good idea. All right. So then um, if we have nothing more to add for this, we can go on to then the original screenplay category. Um, difference just for anybody listening between adapted and original is that adapted is based off of some sort of source material like a book or a play or something. Whereas original is just like the story and the, the script is totally new. The um, There hasn't been any sort of like adaptation of it. Like this is the first time you're seeing the story as a, in, and the screenplay that it's been written for. it. So the nominations Wait, I have a question. go for
2: it sorry so i so what was glass onion adapted from oh I yes was- sorry well, yeah you're right. so true yeah what was it
0: this is how it works so this is how it works so adaptation also includes sequels because you're adapting ah. like from the original movie and creating right. a story out of that that's why it's there
2: okay that makes sense then
0: yeah I've, i found that out recently too because i had the exact same question mm.
2: Okay, yeah, I was like, oh, <laughs> already, we can. Because I was on. like,
0: oh, because yeah, I was like, oh, is it the fact that maybe it's inspired from different murder mysteries or whatever? But that makes no sense because lots of things are inspired by a lot of other things, but you don't see them being nominated, right? Yeah,
2: yeah,
1: yeah. No, look, yeah. low key. I thought it was like it was like sort of a um, uh, Agatha Christie sort of thing. We're like, oh yeah, there's like a book series that they're going off of for some reason. I don't know why. <laughs> oh yeah (laughs) yeah it is
2: very like agatha christie like like it's very you know like tropey in that sense Mm -hmm. exactly though,
0: for sure yeah Yeah. all right so original screenplay here are the nominations wow i feel like i'm presenting this is kind of (laughs) cool
1: don't mess it up Um, like
2: don't do
0: it oh my gosh i will never forget that (laughs) um ria do you know about this I do.
2: Yeah. That's like the one thing I know about. (laughs) Right. Like that was everywhere. Like how
0: do you mess up that badly? Right. That's so
2: embarrassing. Like it really
0: is. And like I was watching a video the other day that explained like how the Oscars works in terms of like getting that ballot in your hand when you're presenting. Mm -hmm. Basically Mm -hmm. what happens is that there's this accounting firm that's been doing like the Oscars tallies since like 1930s, 40s, whatever. Mm -hmm. I forgot the name. But basically they do the tally and then there's two representatives that show up from that accounting firm and they're the ones that are responsible for making sure the right like ballot or the right card goes to the right presenters. And yeah. so they messed up. Oh but, and I think I think like the Oscars, like I don't know if the Oscars like the Oscars fired those two representatives, so I don't think they're allowed to show up. But I think but I don't think they actually fired the accounting firm itself. So the accounting firm still does their job. Now they just have two different people coming in, I think.
2: Okay. Oh, wow. <laughs> what yeah. a wow. I didn't.
1: Right? I, did I did not know that they got fired for that though. Like that's isn't that a little bit too intense though to get fired.
0: But the thing is, like, they weren't fired from their jobs. Like, they still work at the accounting firm. Oh. As far as I'm concerned, they just don't show up at the Oscars. I. That's how I understood it. At least. Oh, okay. Or did
2: they go missing? Oh, dun, dun,
0: dun. I don't know. <laughs> oh, is this turning into like Buzzfeed Unsolved? Again? No, this,
2: this is turning to another Knives <laughs> Out ad-
1: adaptation. <laughs> Here we go. Let's
0: start writing that screenplay. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Ryan Johnson, call him up. (laughs) All right. Um, Okay. So original screenplay, here are the nominations. We have Everything Everywhere All at Once, um, The Banshees of Inner Sharon, The Fablement, Tar, and Triangle of Sadness. And the winner was Everything Everywhere All at Once. Mm -hmm. Let's discuss. Unless there isn't much to discuss, but... Personally, I feel like this was a pretty like close fight because there were some others that I really thought might have won.
2: Mm-hmm. Curious. What did you think? Um what were the other close contenders in your opinion?
0: Um, so I personally really like the Banshees of Sharon. Mm-hmm. Like okay. that's one of my favorite movies of the year. Like I like yeah. the dialogue of it. It's very quippy and um absurd in its own way where you're kind of just you're so intrigued and you want to watch especially this relationship between this friendship sorry between these two best friends who are just like randomly falling out like you're so invested in what's going on and even with like the interactions they have with the rest of the town yeah i I i think it just really brought that movie together please tell me what you thought
2: no, I totally agree. So for I don't know why, but I really enjoyed watching the Banshees of Intern better than uh, everything all at once. Even though that was really great, mm. um, really, I don't know. I just, yeah, I found I found the dialogue much more interesting. Um, and yeah, like I just it was something new. Like I hadn't seen that before. Like the background of everything all at once was essentially uh, a daughter and mom who have issues, which is I think done before, just not to the extent that they did, (laughs) like it was very, you know, new in the way that it was done, but the arc of it was that relationship. And that was something that we have kind of seen before, whereas this was something completely new, at least to me. And I was, like, so into it. Like, mm-hmm. from the first minute, I was, like, watching Banshees of Insurance. And I was, like, what is happening? Like, I was, my mind was everywhere because I'm, like, oh, like, is it something that they've done in the past? Like, I was trying to figure it out. And it was a very cool way to, like, also have, like, the dialogue and the very, like, Irishy. Like, I don't know. It was yeah. Very
0: interesting. <laughs> There's a certain charm to it, right? Like you can't explain yeah. it other than it being Irish. Yeah,
2: yeah, for sure. Like there's two words. Like it's literally like Irish. Like I don't yeah. know. No,
1: <laughs> yeah, I kind of agree with that. Like the it's like very in, in like in sort of in like just very Irish, and that it's like kind of just drowning in it. Like kind of like it's. And yeah. and I think it's because, like, usually, to be honest, like, when you watch a lot of Hollywood movies, Ireland is more of a background. Mm-hmm. And it's not really yeah. sort of, like, everything is imbued into the actual, like, Irish sort of land and culture. Like, while this was yeah. actually, like, sort of entrenched in, all, in, in like, the Irish, like, scenery and background and even into, mm-hmm. like, the mythological part of it, right? Because it is called band, Right. So it's kind of, like... It's truly entrenched into like its Irishness. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yes. And even like the allegories, because apparently, like, this movie was based off of like the some of the commentary that they're making about how stupid it is that these two friends are falling out are supposed to be like an allegory of like some civil war that happened in the 1920s, I think, which you see in the movie as well, right? Yeah.
1: Yeah, for sure. I can see that. Yeah, because I I did a little bit of research about that too. So it's interesting that like that was the allegory, but I'm not too sure if actually that was, to be honest, the main sort of element of it. Like like that was the main focus of it. But it's definitely like a nice added like sort of layer to the movie. Yes.
2: Yeah. I really like it. It, Sorry, it just sounds like, I mean, I haven't watched the movies, like all of them. But it sounds like there's this new trend towards like having like very deep discussion in like one kind of place instead of, I think movies before used to like really zoom you around the world and whatever, like used to be different settings and stuff. But I actually really like this. Like it's very self contained. Mm -hmm. You know
1: what I would keep thinking? What keeps popping in my head? Like I keep thinking about that before the before sunrise, before sunset, before exactly. Like, yeah, that's what I keep thinking about. Yeah. Even with the adapted screenplay thing, like it, like that's what that's mm-hmm. like. That's exactly what it brings up to my really. Like it's sort of like it takes place in one sort of setting or one place, but it's just like character work, like major character work, which is displayed through dialogue, right? Mm-hmm.
0: And, you yeah. know, in some sense, I don't know about you guys, but I always feel like that location also becomes a character in these types of stories. Like, you can say Ireland, in a way, is a character of, like, within this movie as well.
2: For sure. I think our history ma- or, or English history majors can talk to <laughs> about this more. <laughs> so, yeah.
1: Okay. Yeah. It's a- I would actually have to do- disagree with you, Rhea, that it's sh- ne- It should have that. Like Banshees would have would be the one to win the award. I actually kind of agree that everything everywhere should have won the like. I agree that it should have won the like the award. To be honest, for this category, yeah, because I don't like because to be honest, like everything everywhere. I don't think we've ever honestly seen something like that before. Like yeah. maybe obviously there are some niche sort of indie movies that are very similar to like that are very absurd like this and like are very dramatic like this. But as like sort of a Hollywood movie that like everybody is at least knows at least uh, knows about about a movie like this. Sorry, I can't, yeah, I can't English mm-hmm. right now, but like, but I mean like everybody sort of knows about this movie. Like there's a lot more like exposure, right? Exposure for this movie. So. I f- and I don't know, it's just, it's just such, like, for me, I think because I do have a lot, a bit of an emotional attachment to this movie, that I might be saying this. Yeah. But because mm-hmm. I love that mo- mother and daughter, like, arc to it, and that I think really sort of affected yeah. me emotionally. But mm-hmm. I don't think that necessarily also ex- encapsulates the whole movie, because there's the whole identity crisis that, like, Evelyn has, like, is it Evelyn? It was Evelyn, right?
0: Yeah, Eve- Evelyn. That-
1: Mm -hmm. she has like through the movie right it's like more of like her identity crisis mother and daughter relations her relationship with her Mm -hmm. husband so even talking about like romantic relationships and then also i think Mm -hmm. just about leaving an impact on the world and like what what does that really mean like is there a sense of purpose with that is that is that a right Mm -hmm. purpose is that a wrong purpose so i feel like it's just it's such a clever script because it just delves into all of these different sort of topics and themes and it does each one pretty great. Like it delves into them really well. Like it doesn't leave necessarily like, Oh, that there's like a plot hole here about this, like one theme and that they stop talking about it. Um, it sort of like continue like all of these themes throughout the movie and then kind of start to resolve them slowly, like through- throughout it mm-hmm. as well. And then, it's just also kind of the absurdist sort of element of it. I think I really love. I know one hundred percent like Banshees does have the absurdist element of like fingers being cut <laughs> off. Like, <laughs> yeah, right. right. Like it, it does have the absurdist element of that. But and it's definitely it's yeah. definitely a quieter absurdity. But I don't I don't yeah. know. I just really love the different elements that everything everywhere brings in. So I don't. Know. Yeah, I think I'm just a huge.
0: You know. Sorry, I feel like I keep cutting you guys out every time I try to say something. I'm so sorry. (laughs) Um, One thing I just wanted to add was, um, so you know how um, Ria, you know how (laughs) Ria you're saying that you are um, noticing this trend of how we're seeing a lot more movies that are self-contained. Another trend that I'm starting to see just in art in general is just Mm -hmm. um, maximalism. So we're seeing a lot Right. So we're seeing it in music. We're seeing it in movies now, too, because with maximalism, a lot of the times what can happen is like you're throwing everything at a wall, but only very few things stick. So it's nice that you have a movie like this where so much is going on. And with the way it's structured, with the way it's written, it really comes to a nice conclusion by the end of it, which it's hard to imagine. Like, I can't even... Think of, like, how they must have come up with this script. I know the directors have said that they, it took them, like, six years to come up with this script. And I I can see why. But it's yeah. worth it, right?
2: Yeah. Well, for sure.
1: Yeah. And just to speak about the maximalist thing, like, that definitely reminds me of, like, Elvis. Like, Elvis is very much, like a maximalist movie
0: oh my gosh yeah
1: but it's it's also a movie that's done really well because it really like the maximalist element really delves into the sort of the chaos of like Elvis's life and things like that and I think that also lends itself to like everything everywhere at once right like that sort of chaotic essentially nature of life and like how we are, to be honest, like we do get swayed by all these different sort of ideas and thoughts that we have and our different relationships. Like, there's so many things that sort of tie into who we are as people that that's kind of like it's very emblematic of like anybody's life, pretty much, right? Like,
0: that's true. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's a good observation. Now, I don't know if I feel the exact same way about Elvis that you do. Maybe we'll get into that a bit later. Oh, I love this. We don't disagree often, but this is kind (laughs) of nice, actually. (laughs) yeah for me i feel like the maximalism and elvis didn't work as well for me i get that in some ways that they were trying to do something different with a biography because a lot of biographies tend to be very mm-hmm. formulaic so i do appreciate that they tried something new but i think it didn't work for me i think it was a bit too mm-hmm. much to the point where i feel like elvis as the character himself felt very sidelined to me throughout the entire movie because i felt like what was speaking out more than the character itself was just like the style yeah i was sorry for you get what it yeah, mean, yeah, right? no, I was
1: going just about to bring that up, right? If you've watched like Baz Luhrmann's other movies like The Great Gatsby, Moulin Rouge, like or even uh, was he also the one that created Romeo plus Juliet with also? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So like he 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 definitely like that's his style, I feel. So like I feel like it's not surprising necessarily that Elvis like Elvis was the way it was. I definitely felt like though mm-hmm. it was just like you just felt like it was running the whole time. Like Yeah. It was just kept on going and going and going. And apparently, I don't know if you guys have heard, there's a four-hour cut that he he, he made.
0: Oh my yeah. Gosh. So I,
2: <laughs> and
1: <laughs> I mean the original movie was like almost two hours and a half. So <laughs> I don't know how much more he could really pack into this, but like I don't yeah. I think go for it. Sorry, go ahead. Go for it. Go ahead.
0: I was just gonna say for me, I think the pro- the approach that I didn't like was that we're seeing this story through the eyes of his manager, which made it feel like it was low key his story more than Elvis's. Like Elvis felt like a third person mm-hmm. to me that that approach didn't work for me especially and when you're zooming because the entire movie felt like just one long montage i don't know ria if you ever get a chance to watch it but the way it's edited as cool as the editing is to me it felt like it was just like one like two and a half hour long montage of his entire like every single event in yeah, his life so i can imagine maybe why it's four hours long like that first cut yeah, no i've seen
1: like a review actually that's even like labeled it as like oh it's like basically like a never-ending trailer right like very much. Yeah. So, but I don't know. Like, it's like there's like something about it worked works. for you. Like, I don't know why. Okay, I have a confession to make, which is Great Gatsby and like Romeo and Juliet. I mean, Leonardo DiCaprio might have a part to
2: play in this, but <laughs> um... <laughs> I could, you know what? I could tell this is where it was going from your voice. <laughs> like, it got very really, like soft in the middle. anyways go ahead.
1: <laughs> oh no, Leo. Just I, I, I mean, Leo just taps into a place for me where i'm like ooh, okay <laughs> Got all
0: right because you have that obsession right like i remember you went through a phase i did oh my
1: goodness no, are like because I don't know, like, 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 Romeo and Juliet and Greg Gatsby just really did it for me. And to be honest, because, like, Romeo and Juliet for me was kind of, like, we because we were talking about Romeo and Juliet in high school uh, like, for English, for English Mm -hmm. class. And then I just really fell in love with, like, Leo's acting in it and, like, just the sort of absurdist element of Romeo and Juliet, the play. So, and it has one of my all-time, like, favorite speeches. So I think that's why I really love it. Like, I don't know, like, I feel like so I definitely know that people do not like Baz Luhrmann's style because it's too much. It's too chaotic. But it really, I don't know, it speaks to, like, it speaks to me in a, in a really weird way. Like, even Great Gatsby, it worked really well because, like, Great Gatsby's, like, life is so chaotic as well. And, like, there's the whole partying and the glamour of the 1930s and all that sort of stuff. I feel like all these movies, like why like chaos could definitely the chaotic part of it could definitely be explained and tie into like the thematic sort of elements that are going on or even just about the characters and like their lives in in these movies so that's why i was not surprised like with elvis because to be honest elvis's life was so overwhelming because like he he Mm. was like his sort like his like it's been it's known that like he was honestly very much an introvert in his life and sort of he was just he just really wanted to tap into music as his sort of like it was just sort of not a hobby necessarily but it was his calling but he did not want to really tap into I think the rock star sort of celebrity life of it right like he
2: right. didn't
1: really enjoy that necessarily like he didn't really like that but I don't so I really I feel like I can definitely see what you're saying which is which is one element which I did not like, which you brought up, was is that, like, it's from the manager's perspective, which I didn't really care for, to be honest, because I'm like, why right. are we being sympathetic to the manager in this case? But I guess it was trying to bring the argument to, are you sympathetic to the manager or not? So I know that apparently that was a whole contested controversy and whatever, but mm-hmm. I definitely... I appreciate the chaoticness of the whole movie because it does sum up, like, Elvis's life and overall, like, his eventual, like, sort of downfall in a way. Um, but with the manager stuff, yeah, I don't, like, I don't think that was a much-needed element. Like, already the movie was chaotic as it was, that you did not need a manager's voice to kind of take over the narrative. Like, you, I, like, I feel like Elvis's voice should have been the primary one in this case. But-
0: Especially knowing that he's an introvert, I would have liked to. Yeah, see Yeah, no,
1: hundred percent. Like that's why I feel like like it's like that part of it. I definitely agree with you. But like the sort of chaotic style of baszlerman I just absolutely love. Like, did you not hear that Cardi B part? Like with the <laughs> the Cardi B sort of sequ- sequence that meshed into like another.
0: Song? Oh, oh uh, yeah, that like, was really <laughs> that was Doja Cat. Was it Doja Cat?
1: Oh my god, I can't even remember. it.
0: Yeah, like when he's when he's going to like that college area or something. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. In the beginning of the movie. Yeah, Oh, that was so cool! I actually like right? that part. It was
1: the I was like, okay, I'm like, okay, Baz Lerman, you did your magic again. Okay, you got me. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: but yeah. Okay, that makes me kind of appreciate the movie a little bit more now that I've heard like your side of it because now I'm thinking about it in a different way. I'm trying to see like the positives. I get it a bit more yeah, now.
1: I mean, it's not to be honest one of the best Baz Lerman movies in my opinion, but it is like I definitely see like. Understands sort of like maximalist chaotic part of it as to why it makes sense mm-hmm. um did we, yeah. we want to talk about like the other movies for this category or i feel like we already like sort of uh, about this. yeah
0: yeah the other movies show up in other categories too so maybe if we want then we can talk about them here in the other categories mm-hmm.
1: Sounds good.
0: all right so then let's move on to the next category which is best supporting actress um mm-hmm. So we had Angela Bassett for Black Panther Wakanda Forever. She played The Queen. Um mm-hmm. we had Hong Chow from The Whale. She played um what was her name? Lizzie? Liz. I
1: don't, I forgot. don't even remember.
0: Yeah, sorry. Um then we have Carrie Condon from the Banshees of Inisherin. She played the sister. Mm-hmm. Um then we have uh, Stephanie Shu from Everything Everywhere All at Once, who played um Joe Tupaki and the daughter, Joy. And then we have Jamie Lee Curtis from Everything Everywhere All At Once who played that IRS... No, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, that IRS yeah, agent.
2: Yeah.
0: And then Jamie Lee Curtis is the one who won, which the entire internet has been going up in flames about. Mm-hmm. And right. Rightfully so. But. Wait, how come? So people are saying that she wasn't even the strongest part of the movie. If you have two nominations like for Best Supporting Actress... Why wasn't it the person who played a dual role, which was Joe Wutupaki and Joy?
2: Yeah. Why is it going to,
0: like, why is it going to, like, you know, the white woman when you have so many other talented people in this category who did way better than her? (laughs) Objectively so.
2: Did the daughter win in anything else? I mean, not that that should matter, but maybe. I think she
0: won, like, other awards, like, critics' awards and stuff like that. But for, like, the biggest award in the industry, Mm -hmm. she didn't.
2: Okay, I see.
0: It was very much like a disappointed but not surprised kind of thing.
1: Yeah. Um. I mean, I definitely agree with the internet. Like, I've seen a lot of the discourse around everything that was kind of going on. Um. And I agree, to be honest. Like, I don't understand why Jamie Lee Curtis, like, won. Like, I understand the hype of everything. I get it. But the like that she should have won best supporting actress when all the other actors to be honest had a more of a significant role and more of a significant like like just impact on their movies like I yeah like, I don't understand honestly why she won like I, I, I like some yeah. people were saying it is like sort of a throwaway award for her because like oh yeah it's Jamie Lee, de Cur- Jamie Lee, de- Lee Curtis let her sort of like take over for it and i'm like mm, maybe not what
0: i've what i've also heard so sort of like jumping off of that is that um this is sort of almost like a legacy yeah. award kind of like she hasn't won an, an oscar before this is her time to now give it to her which i'm like because we that narrative has sort of been going on throughout the rest of the categories which we'll see as well for all the other actors and actresses like these are all people that have our first time award mm-hmm. winners for mm-hmm. the oscars so I think they wanted to follow that narrative instead of giving it to somebody new.
1: Yeah, no, I I agree. It's kind of like the whole, like, sort of Leo DiCaprio effect of it, right? The, like, oh, that because, like, he's he's done so many things and, like, he's been such a mainstay in the industry and everything that, like, oh, let's just give him an award, sort of, you know?
0: Yeah. Exactly. Um who do you feel like should have won then? Because I'm really this was one where I feel like any one of these could have won and I would have been happy besides mm-hmm. Jamie Lee Curtis.
2: Yeah, I agree. Um, who were the categories
1: what were who who were the nominations again?
0: So Angela Bassett for Black mm-hmm. Panther, Wakanda mm-hmm. Forever, Hong Chow for the Whale, Carrie Condon for the Banshees of Inna and Stephanie Shu for Everything Everywhere All At Once. <sighs>
1: It's a tough yeah, one, right? Just it is a tough one. I don't know. Rhea, what do you think?
2: I really like the sister from Banshees, Um, just because, I mean, her character was done really well. Like, the entire time, I was kind of, like, wondering what she would do. And I think she played the character well, too. Like, torn between her brother and then also this, like, other life that yeah. awaits her. Um, I know it's not, like, a crazy, hard role, but I think she did it really well. And I really liked it. And she has I was a, a like certain,
0: invested. sorry, go ahead,
2: no, that's it. I was just very invested in that, like oh, her yeah. role, yeah, she has a very like strong
0: presence and charm, like when it comes yeah. to her character, so I get what you mean, like if even if it wasn't like the most challenging role, like I think she still makes sense for her to get nominated,
2: mhm, yeah, and i I don't know, I kind of really like the fact that her like she wasn't the character that was like tainted if that makes sense by the fight, like she kind of kept her own and she was even though I guess that speaks more to the character itself than the actress um but yeah no I I think it was convincing
0: absolutely I agree what do you think um
2: (laughs) (laughs) you're doing so great at this thanks (laughs) you're trying you're trying you're trying
0: I'm trying
1: (laughs) oh my god um, yeah, I, I agree, like, ban- like, the Banshee, like, the sister in the Banshees, um, I feel like, also, like, even Liz from, from The Whale, like, I feel like she would also be a very strong, like, uh, person for this, too, just because.
0: Oh, I liked her in that yeah, a lot. Yeah, because I
1: feel like her character in The Whale has, like, a, just a lot of conflict, to be honest. Like, she carries a lot of, like, very opposing, like, ideas and, like. Because, I mean, we'll delve into a little bit more the way a little bit more. But, like, her character is very interesting because it's very conflicted. Like, there are so many different elements to her. Even though she does have such a small role, I feel like her character was just a really interesting character for that movie, too. Yeah. I I don't feel like it was a
0: small role, though. I feel like it was a pretty huge role for her. Like, I I've, like I think in my head, because I interpreted it as such a, an integral role in, like, the story of, like, Charlie and what we're seeing hmm. on screen... To me, it felt like a, a huge role, and I feel like she did such a good job filling in as like mm-hmm. that character.
1: Yeah, hundred percent.
0: Because maybe I'm thinking like, if it was any other actress, maybe that role would have felt smaller. But once again, she also brings such a like strong presence. She does that, like yeah, it yeah no, for she me. definitely
1: does. Like, I totally agree. Like, um, that's a like that's the thing. That's why I feel like even like I don't know, because like you, I like obviously she doesn't have as much of a like. Like, in The Whale, especially, like, for example, Thomas, the missionary person, or Ellie, like, the daughter, like, they have a bigger Mm -hmm. role, even though they are supporting, but they have a bigger role than Liz. Because, like, Liz only appears, like, a handful of times, I feel. But in each one, though, she has so much humanity in her. She has so much just, like, like, you could see sort of the thoughts, uh, like, running through her head about her relationship with Charlie and, like, there's just a lot there I feel like you could really delve into
0: um Yeah, and I love like that moment when it sort of really explodes when she talks to the missionary like up front and talks about like her brother and the suicide mm-hmm. and everything. Spoilers. Yeah,
1: yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, I don't really want to get into it yet, but like, yes, ex- I totally, totally great. We'll get in.
0: Yeah, sure. We can wait till yeah, like yeah. yeah. But for me, that was definitely like, a, oh my god, this is absolutely an Oscar-contending performance. Like that moment specifically mm-hmm,
1: for me, or even honestly, um, like in like everything everywhere to be honest i feel like she also might like have deserved to win this too oh she was so like, good the, like chaotic part of the movie and just her being able to like masterfully just go from like one character to another character and like oh it's just so well done like
0: oh yeah and like you know that can turn into like a gimmick real quick but she oh i rhyme there oh <laughs> 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 well i'm spinning bars already well let's go, we're <laughs> in <shape>. let's go. <laughs>
1: right
0: wow we're coming up with a screenplay we're doing a mixtape what is this guys i love this for us <laughs>
1: oh man
0: mm-hmm. um yeah so that. yeah that could have been like very gimmicky but i like that her when she even when she does like that switch it works really well it's natural and even if it does feel disjointed it's because like the character of jobu tupaki is such a huge contrast from someone like joe joy but then at the same time in some ways they're very similar because they're both sort of yearning for their mother's love right
1: yeah that's that's what i feel like because like there is that like oh there's a opposing side of like oh she's very like powerful she does not care like she's sort of like she's embodying that nihilistic sort of apathy for everything but at the same time mm-hmm. you could feel that there is that like just deep hurt that she has like within her about everything and especially like the mother mother-daughter like um relationship too mm-hmm. absolutely
0: all right um I think we have enough time to do one more category today and then we can maybe do the other categories like and another like in the next episode like we'll probably divide this into two parts i'm just looking at the time yeah
1: already already almost an hour if that if... oh my yeah. god <laughs> oh my <laughs> you god. see how this yeah, goes by goodness. okay yeah.
0: that's why me and my brother have been struggling a lot with like trying to keep it to like one episode especially when we have like these like non-review kind of episodes where we're doing either rankings or lists <laughs> or whatever like once you get into it you really get oh, into you it you
1: totally do my goodness
2: <laughs> and it's fun like i didn't even notice the time yeah, right Yeah, that was
1: like, that's why I was like, oh, maybe it won't take us too long. But surprisingly, it didn't even feel like an
2: hour.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And I I love that this is such a great way for us to sort of get our thoughts out there. Like all of it, whatever is just sitting in your mind, you sort of like let it out physically in a way. So now it's not sitting in your brain anymore.
1: Yeah, Mm -hmm. I totally agree.
0: Yeah. All right. So with that being said, um, let's move on to then, I guess, our last category that we'll go through for this episode, which is Best Supporting Mm -hmm. Actor. Mm-hmm. Um so we have Brian Tyree Henry for Causeway. This isn't a movie mm-hmm. I've seen, so I have no idea which character he plays. Um mm-hmm. Judd Hirsch for the Fablemans, another movie I haven't seen. Mm-hmm. Um then we have two nominations for the Banshees of Inishharon. Brendan mm-hmm. Gleason, who plays mm-hmm. Column. Yeah. Sorry, I forgot his name. And then Barry Keoghan who plays that um that what was his name? Dominic?
2: Yeah,
0: Dominic, right? Dominic, right, yeah. So yeah. those two were nominated. And then, of course, um, Ki Huy Kwan for Everything mm-hmm. Everywhere All at Once. And mm-hmm. he is the yeah. one who won. Okay. Another bar. Ki Huy Kwan is the one who won. <laughs> <laughs>
2: wow. Literally honorable. Oh, my goodness.
0: Okay. What is up with this? I see.
1: We're in front of okay. my Master right
0: now. Oh. Right? I know. Poet oh, didn't even know it. Look at this. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, it's the Hamilton so I, effect I, I, we just... I would
2: beatbox but I can't beatbox but and there's spirit <laughs> oh goodness me
0: the Hamilton effect since we just came back from Hamilton oh no, yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> you know I was actually so, sorry side <laughs> tangent that's literally what I was blasting today when I was freaking <laughs> my, making my way to work I was just <laughs> oh, me too
0: it's, it's just so catchy like it's hard not yeah. to go back and oh, listen yeah. to it
2: I was listening to it at oh, work yeah. Like I was so hyped when, when writing the boringest yeah. shit. I was like, "Yes." I,
0: I love that for you.
2: Oh
0: my goodness!
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, back to the. Oh yeah! He, wow,
0: I was about um, to get into Hamilton there for a second.
2: Yeah, I was gonna say that for this one. I'm really happy everything all at once. Like the actor from um that movie one, because I think he deserved it, and. I just love how genuine he was in like playing that actor. Like it all it almost didn't seem like he was acting. Like that's how flawless mm-hmm. it seemed.
0: Right. And you're right, because when you see like videos and stuff of him in real life, he's just as like energetic and full of love and sincerity.
2: Yeah. It's so I've seen his TikToks before yes, like, after he won. Yes, so TikTok. that was like No, but like not not his TikToks, but like people sharing TikToks of uh, him like, winning. I- and he literally is, like, the exact same person like you said.
0: And he's just so likable. It's so hard not yeah. to like him. No, he's mm-hmm. like, he looks
1: really, honestly, he seems like a very cute sort of person to get to know.
0: Yes. Yeah. Have you been seeing how he's been, like, taking selfies with every single celebrity yeah.
1: ever? Like, oh, become, like, yeah. a
0: <laughs> <brand>? <laughs> yeah, like he'll go up to, like, anybody. It's so
1: That's funny so and it's so cute. <laughs> i love it for him i love it for yeah him. yeah exactly <laughs> he just he well seems deserved. very
2: wholesome
1: oh yeah and
0: like knowing that he was like in the industry before like as a kid but then was pretty mm-hmm. much shunned out because he had no opportunity so for him to come back with this strong of a movie and this strong of a performance mm-hmm. it's it, it's like the universe aligned for him finally and i'm mm-hmm. glad it worked out for him
2: for sure and and i'm happy that it wasn't a very toxic masculinity like role right like it's mm-hmm. I feel like we need more of these kind of in movies because it's, it's so not toxic. Like, that's that's how I can explain it. Like, it's just very welcome.
0: Yeah, to almost the point where it feels unrealistic because we're like, we're never going to find anybody like that. Like in our lives, are we
2: right? He sets the bar so high and he's not yeah. even like one of those like textbook, hunky, whatever people. Right. Like, he's just yeah. so sweet. Yeah.
1: No, 100%. I totally agree. Like, I love that for him that this is like his comeback. And it's just really wholesome. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, it just also shows his range as well, to be honest, like, right? Because you have Mm -hmm. him sort of also taking on essentially multiple roles within the same movie, right? So.
0: Oh, yeah, like Alpha Wayman. Oh, my God. He was awesome as Alpha Mm Wayman, too. I forgot about that.
2: Oh, yeah. He was very alpha. <laughs> that, but even then, it was like, yeah, fantastic. yeah, exactly. So that,
1: I like, I love that for him. Like, this is start, like, he's found a good mm-hmm. piece of work, like, to be able to to get into it. Yeah, so.
0: exactly. Mm-hmm. I cannot wait to see what he does in the future, because if he's bringing this much of effort and love into all his roles, I can only imagine how much more he's going to, like, mm-hmm. go farther.
2: Yeah, I'm excited for 100%. him. And you know, I totally was
1: I totally, like, I'm surprised actually, so so, sort of going to the different nominees, I'm surprised that Colm is a supporting actor. Like, I Mm -hmm. totally thought he was the main act, like, main character along with, like, um, what's his name? Charles.
0: Um, with, yeah, Yeah, Colin Colin Farrell's character, right? (laughs) Colin
1: Farrell, like, I totally thought both were the main characters. Like, I'm actually so genuinely Mm -hmm. surprised that he's instead of supporting.
2: So um,
0: another thing that I sort of... This is a little bit of a tangent, but it also relates to this in the sense that, like, um, when it comes to, like, these sorts of categories, when you feel like... Because apparently there have been instances in the past where, like, like the movie promoting... Like, the PR team, whatever, will be promoting, like, an for your consideration as, mm-hmm. like, a lead actor. But then it depends on, like, the nominating body within the acting branch of the Academy. What they feel like is a lead actor versus supporting okay. actor role. So for all we know, he could have there could have been a campaign for him for best actor, but maybe people decided that he was more of a supporting role.
1: Mm, okay. Interesting.
0: So that's not necessarily, yeah, at least for the Oscars, like that's not necessarily something that's decided, I think, just like because of the way the movie is structured or the way their characters are made to be. I think that has something to do with with like the Academy nominating acting branch i think i remember reading about that somewhere and i thought that was kind of fascinating that there could be that discrepancy
1: okay oh i feel like i've read sort of something similar to that because i think that was the reason why you had like um two like african-american um actors who won right like last year for example and the only reason they won is because both of them were were put themselves essentially as support in the supporting actor category because Sadly and realistically, is that none of them would have actually won Best Actor? I think, or something like that. Like, wasn't there a whole thing? Like, I think there might have been.
0: I don't remember. To be very honest, I didn't pay attention to last year's I Oscars. Honestly, I didn't
1: pay attention either. But I know that there was like some kind of. I was reading an article about it. Like, because apparently, like to better your chances, to better their chances, they just put themselves as Best Supporting Actors for instead of like. That is yeah. very sad. Uh, I'm, I don't know if I'm like, this is actually like, true or not. Okay, it is. I'm sorry. I'm just like, search <laughs> like researching just on the side, like searching up on the side. Um, So it was like, Judas and the Black Messiah. They, yeah, so they oh, both, really? so both the two lead actors wound up, won up, like they wound up like being, uh, like going, f- getting some supporting actor Oscar nominations. Even though they were both technically the leads in the movie. Yeah. Oh,
0: interesting. Which is,
1: like, (laughs) very weird, strange, but, yeah. It's
0: wild.
1: That's why it's, like, it's, it's, it's it's a very strange system.
0: I think that place that I was reading or watching or whatever from, I think they had mentioned like when it comes to rules for these categories and nominations, maybe it's like you can only have one one person per movie, although I don't see why it shouldn't be like more than one. Maybe it's just like you said, because of chances, like it's a higher chance of like at least one actor winning than Mm -hmm. no actor winning.
2: But for this one, there was Dominic as well. Like the Dominic, I definitely agree.
1: Though should like is a supporting actor? To be honest, like, yeah, he's definitely a support. Like I like there. I don't feel like there's no mm-hmm. question that he is the supporting actor in the movie. But like call him as mm-hmm. a supporting actor, like that's a little bit strange. Yeah.
0: Now it yeah. depends maybe on our perception of supporting actor as well. Like are we thinking of supporting actor just in terms of screen time or like what they actually bring to the story? Because I feel like for me. I can't really separate the yeah. two in my head right now. I, I,
1: like I, f- I don't know. For <laughs> me, it's more like the impact that he had on the film. Like, I definitely, I feel like sometimes it's also like how much sort of like speaking time that they have. I feel is definitely a thing. But I feel like also because he had, he was the person who drove the plot, right? So it's like a little yeah. bit strange that he like wouldn't be the one to to like be as a main act- actor i don't know that is, it's just really strange to me but
0: maybe it wasn't like a strong enough performance to be considered as um, a lead actor like maybe it's just like like we've been mentioning just chance wise like there's no way he would have gotten like a lead actor nomination over someone like colin Farrell, who maybe have. Has just like more of a narrative behind him, like he's more known in the industry. For mm. example, like apparently narratives make a huge difference when it comes to I'm these nominations.
1: Surprised. I'm not surprised that would be. Yeah, <laughs> but I, I like. If anything, to be honest, I feel like he would also be a really strong contender to win. Like, as much as I disagree, he shouldn't be in a supporting actor category. I think he would. He would also like. I wouldn't be mad that he won also in that category. You know?
0: Oh yeah. It was a very interesting performance. I mean, the entire movie itself is so interesting, but like, yeah, his performance is something else. Like you you almost hate him in a way because there's he's not giving you enough mm-hmm. information, but mm-hmm. like you're so invested in what he's trying to do as well because you feel for him because he's trying to do something yeah, with his life, right? Yeah.
1: yeah. Mm-hmm. I Totally agree I, like agree with that because that's actually where sort of like um because that's where a lot of my notes were based off of, like which is like is is he rightful in being, in taking the actions that he has taken, right? Because, like, has he actually, like, is he being fair? Is he being self, like, is he just being selfish, pretty much, in this, mo- in this movie? Because, um, because I, under- I totally understand his struggle of, like, okay, if you want to leave an impact or if you want to leave a legacy, um do you just abandon the people that know that know you or that you've had relationships with is that sacrifice worth kind of that bigger sort of sense of purpose that he feels like he needs or has so
2: no it's not sorry (laughs) i have a strong i have strong feelings oh my god yes
1: go off like
2: i just not to be like I just thought he was being such a pretentious Mm. asshole. Because, like, there's no way... Like, he was literally calling the other guy dumb. And that was the reason that he didn't want to associate with him. Like, I don't think it had anything to do with their friendship. I don't even think... Like, I really think that the only reason he was refusing to talk to him was because he thought that this person who had been friends with him, like, all his life was dumb Mm -hmm. and boring. And it's so depressing to think that that's his like i guess that's the bar you have to meet despite them being friends for like pretty much their entire life like i just i could have punched him like i was so like viscerally oh angry interesting at him. Cause, like oh
1: i don't know if you're going to punch me now cuz like <laughs> <laughs> fight, fight, wait. Because I don't know, because I honestly really kind of relate to that idea because i maybe because this is sort of the existentialist part of me, but like I've always thought about my own mm-hmm. sense of purpose and like of like what mm-hmm. sort of what impact or legacy I will leave like on the world and things like that. And I understand it like mm-hmm. honestly for other for some people it is more of like the impact and legacy that you leave is that you would ha- you'll be surrounded by loved ones and that you would like have good relationships, mm-hmm. right? Which I mm-hmm. understand, but I feel like also on the other hand, there's a side of me, for example, that's like, oh, but I feel like there's so much that I kind of want to do and do and like leave in the world that I like I wish That I could have a lasting, like, legacy in some sort of way that goes beyond my sort of circle of loved ones and things like that. So I kind of, I understood, like, his desire. Did I agree with how he went about it? No. He was definitely a-hole about about it all. But, (laughs) I, I... I just understand that desire yeah. for him to, to, like, want to, like, because he feels like his life is so repetitive and so redundant that he he needs to sort of take almost like a drastic action in order to change it. Which I understand, but he just did it in a really toxic way. <laughs> so
2: Yeah, I mean, no, like, I totally understand it as well. Like, I understand wanting to make something of yourself. But the thing is that he is... I feel like he is kind of putting all of his failures on this guy who's, like, he thinks that he can't... Or he has not been able to succeed because of this guy. Like, I think it's just very good at, like, blaming other people for his own failures and then being, like, shutting them out as if that was going to make a difference. Like, I just... It's so like yeah, ugh, I yeah, don't know. Yeah, I is. totally get it. It yeah. is honestly
1: very selfish on his part to to do that for sure. Yeah, because but like I kind of you know, okay in a really weird way though. His sister is also very much the same, right? Like, cause like his sister is very much exactly like Colum in a way that she feels like there's something beyond herself that she wants to do or just leave behind, right? And she totally just mm-hmm. up and left. But for her, she, she saw it as, yeah. like, a... And and in a way, she is... She did exactly what Colm did. Except Colm just... Is just...
2: Sorry? Hurt Like, I was just... Like, he did it so that he, like, burned all the bridges. He hurt this guy, like, so much. For, whereas I think the sister was also coming from a place mm-hmm. of love. Like, I feel like when she up and left... Like a part of her was kind of like, okay, now it's time for you to actually grow and like become your own, as opposed to completely like abandoning him. But maybe that's just a difference in like
1: yeah, interpreting yeah. No, it. I kind of, I, I actually kind of agree though with with what you're saying too, because it's like, it is that sort of thing as well. Like she, she was very sort of thought, like she is very thoughtful in a way. And then to be honest, also like. Patrick is a bit of a self-centered person too like he's not so much of an innocent person as well to be honest
2: oh for sure
0: yeah I like that the movie explored that part too that you're also considering exactly why these people want to distance distance themselves from him because in some ways he is a bit of a blocker
1: It honestly is and then yeah. it's like really cleverly just illustrated with like the dialogue and things like that, right. At least for especially for the sister, you just see it in her, in, for example, the letter that he receives from her when she's left. And then he's and then mm-hmm. he's like, "I don't mm-hmm. know what ensconced means, but anyway,
2: <laughs> <You know? laughs> yes, I, I love the grayness of Patrick. I guess that's his name, I forgot. But um, like you really get to, it really kind of drives you home. Like one part where I was like, okay, this guy's sus is when he like literally told the other guy who was the student that was visiting, like, oh, mm-hmm. your father's dying or whatever. And then I'm like, okay, maybe now I see like a justification for why this other guy's trying to block mm-hmm. him out of his life. Because that was like mm-hmm. the first inkling that I got of like, okay, maybe this is not like a healthy relationship. Like I think maybe if, it's kind of like he's isolating this guy from being able to like write yeah. his music or something. Yeah. Like, I don't know, but yeah, so like it, you could kind of see both mm-hmm. sides, but it was just mm-hmm. like, ugh, it was so nicely done the way that they kind of yeah, balanced yeah. it I, out. I
1: honestly, I really liked it. I wish the ending could have give, been giving a little bit more for some reason,
2: but I kind of enjoyed sort yeah. of the
1: quietness of it at the same time, too. Kind of mm-hmm. but like it's. It, I think the only reason is because there is no resolution between Colm and Patrick themselves. Like, there is no Mm -hmm. sort of, like, oh, that this is, like, our... Well, I guess they do kind of illustrate it, that this is sort of our relationship now, where we are, like, at odds now with each other forever. But I don't know. Maybe it's Mm -hmm. because I just really wanted a little bit... Because the whole movie is so not clear-cut into... What the motivations are mm-hmm. for column and things like that, that it kind of feels like, okay, like, I kind of wanted a little bit more of a clear cut, like, answer right at the end, but I don't know, it kind of works in a way, mm-hmm. too.
0: I think maybe, like you said, because of the nature of the movie, it maybe makes sense to make it ambiguous because now their friendship, whatever dynamic they have now is also ambiguous, and maybe that's why the movie also just ends the way it is, because... They also don't know what to what, what exactly their life is gonna look like looking forward with each other or yeah, without yeah, each other in their sure. lives. For no, sure, I agree. Like mm-hmm. it
1: definitely it ties it definitely ties in nicely into the ambiguity of the whole like relationship. But I don't, I don't know. I
2: just really wanted something mm-hmm. sort of concrete. I mean, too. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, for sure. I can see that.
0: All right. Um. So I guess for today's episode, we can wrap it up here um we we do have about four more categories to go which we can get into in our next episode and we can probably take this like this amount of time as well like i'm okay with it depending on you guys if you guys are also okay with it because i think we're having a pretty good time like talking yeah, about yeah. these movies right
2: yeah and maybe i'll have time to
0: watch some more <laughs> yeah sure we'll figure out a we'll figure out another date to finish up this episode thank you both so much for it uh, joining this episode on the Oscars tonight. Like, this was so much fun. And I'm so glad I got to talk to somebody who wasn't <laughs> my brother. Not because I hate him or anything. Wow, I should put it out there. I don't hate him. It's just nice for a chance. I'll
1: totally not tell him that. <laughs> yeah. All yeah, right.
0: Don't worry. Your secret's safe. Thank you. Secret's safe with me and like mm-hmm. the other listeners, yeah. right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> exactly. Right. So, um, to everybody listening, thank you so much for tuning into part one of our Oscars discussion. Um, please tune into part two of our Oscars discussion, which will come out next Tuesday. Um, thank you so much for tuning in. You can find us on all your favorite podcast listening platforms, such as Spotify, Anchor, which is now somehow turned into Spotify. This is whole thing now, and um, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Castbox, and wherever else you'd like to find your podcast, we will be there. Um thank you so much and we will see you in the next parts. Bye everyone.
1: Bye. Bye.